You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 133. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hello Awesome Podcast. JC Lee Pulford here. Thank you for being here. We are finishing up our Fruit of the Spirit Bible study today, tackling the last portion of the verse that is laid out in Galatians 5.23 that lists faith, meekness, and temperance. We have been discussing all of the elements of the Fruit of the Spirit Uh, Also, why the fruit of the Spirit opens the door to being a good witness and how we must be steadfast as we live this life to honor Jesus, waiting for the promise of eternal life. I loved this study. I love doing this study. I love what God taught me through this study, and I hope you did as well. Please leave a five-star review in iTunes, letting me know how you have been blessed I would so appreciate it, and it will tell other people that they should listen to this podcast too. So I just wanted to say, again, I know you guys take time to listen to these episodes. I truly appreciate it. A lot of hard work goes into it. So if you do love anything that you hear on the podcast, please leave a five-star review in any of your uh, podcast apps that you listen to. Also consider taking screenshots of what episode you're listening to and put it on Instagram tagging me at hello awesome live you could do it in your stories that's fine I just want to see that you've been blessed and that you're sharing it with your friends and your family so God has been so so good let's finish this lesson today friends and next week we will end season eight already I know of the podcast with one last insane testimony you do not want to miss it Okay, friends, grab your pens and your notebook. Let's put a nice bow on this study, shall we? This is episode number 133 that I am calling Fruit of the Spirit, Part 4. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome Podcast, where I bring forth topics and truthful insights That will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. As you know, every season I have wonderful friends that are willing to bless you with some deals. And this season is no different. Back again to sponsor the podcast is our good friends over at Nuggles. If you are looking for stylish yet comfortable modest clothes this season, Nuggles has the best items to add to your closet at an affordable price. Just use our special code HelloAwesome10 for 10% off at Nuggles.us. That's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S and upgrade your modesty game right now. It's hard to know what products are toxic for your skin these days, right? But shopping with Oneness Essentials, you won't have to worry about anything except how to not be completely obsessed. Like with their luscious lotion sticks, creamy body butter, and handmade cold-pressed soaps available in so many scents. Never worry about dry skin again. Use code HELLO8 for 15% off your order at onenesssoapbiz.com. That's O-N-E-N-E-S-S. S-O-A-P-B-I-Z dot com today. Kaylee is a modest shop for athletic apostolics and the daily go-getter. With quality stretchy skirts and dresses, 
Kaylee has what you need to make your wardrobe more versatile. Use code HelloAwesome15 for 15% off your order on their website, Kaylee.com. That's K-H-A-Y-E-L-Y.com. And check out their wide selection today. Listen, I love being artsy. You should know that. But my handwriting kind of isn't the best. Thankfully, we have the Graceful Pen, a place for joyfully handmade stationery and gifts to uplift, inspire, and encourage. Table cards, invitations, gift tags, and envelope calligraphy are just some of their beautiful services. I truly think the Graceful Pen is doing something so wonderful, and I hope you will take advantage of using our code SOHAP22 for 5% off your custom calligraphy service this season. Our last sponsor of the Hello Awesome podcast is truly changing lives while also nourishing our skin with a spa-like quality. Delish Lips offers organic skincare with aromatherapy while donating 100% of their proceeds to World Missions. Shop this unique but powerful ministry by going to delishlipsnaturalbeauty.com and consider the change you are contributing to all around the world in the name of Jesus. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I am JC here and we are back with the final part of the lesson We have been going through the fruit of the spirit as laid out in Galatians 5. To refresh your memory, we started off in part one of the study discussing the difference between the fruit of the spirit and the lust of the flesh. We also talk about why we are no longer under the law of sin, but we are under the beautiful grace of the Lord. Galatians 5 highlights both of the fruit of the spirit and the lust of the flesh, where Paul lays out the many things that contribute to the lust of the flesh and what we should consider as followers of Christ. We then started looking at each part that is listed within the fruit of the Spirit, understanding that separately each component is good, but together it's holy. Before we take a look at the last three things listed, let's read the entire verse again, or I should say verses, in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. We spoke about how the fruit of the Spirit is the result of having a walk with God and allowing Him to change us so that through our actions, His life will shine through us and lead others to him, which also opens the door to true repentance of sin. Love, joy, and peace are foundations that we inspected in part two of the study, understanding that nothing else on the list can be as solid as these three, especially the love of God that sets the tone for everything. In part three, we dove deeper into long-suffering gentleness and goodness. How the way we react when we are going through difficulties, will reflect the God that we claim we serve. The fruit of the Spirit is what people see, and it speaks for us through our words and actions as we interact with difficult or challenging people. 
Then we ended the last portion of the lesson expressing the goodness of God and how anything good within us is because of how good God really is. Today, we are going to be wrapping up this study, this lesson in a part four that focuses on the last part of Galatians 5.23, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Now, I already covered the against such there is no law in the first part of this study, so I probably am not going to be talking too much about that, but I really want to focus on faith, meekness, and temperance. Now, the Bible study that I followed while studying the fruit of the Spirit did not properly convey the word faith here, not just in my opinion, but based on what I know through my studies and my teachings from my pastor. Actually, in the study that I read, they interpreted it as faithfulness, which is not completely correct at all. This is why I encourage people to study using a King James Version along with a newer text to gain perspective. The word faith, especially here in Galatians 5.23, means truth expressed. Many of us confuse faith with belief. That if we can muster up enough faith, we can make it through anything. But that's not really what it actually means. Faith is our knowledge of God that helps us act in harmony with him and allows us to walk daily in the truth of God. Faith is what we know. It is not a hope so, it's a no so. Belief is our faith activated through our actions. The more we know about God, the more faith we will have because it's not based on just what we think, but on actual truth. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Hebrews 13, 5 through 8. Your faith, your knowledge, gives you an assurance about God that nothing and no one else can give. Because it is not based on feelings, but on facts. God is love. God is joy, God is peace, God is patient, God is gentle, God is good. Everything listed in the verse for the fruit of the Spirit matters because it's the fruit of His Spirit. It's the essence of who God is, and as people saved by grace from our sin, we are given a new life and a new purpose to walk in his ways and shine in the world reflecting the attributes of our beloved Lord and Savior. God is trustworthy, reliable, and unchangeable. He will not change his mind, his word, or his ways because they are pure. And when you know the sinless one whose actions are always just, there is a confidence, a building of faith, that establishes within your heart. It will be what we can cling to when opposition comes. I have faith in God because I have knowledge about him. I don't just talk about him or daydream about him, but I actually know him. 
I have a relationship with the Lord, intimate knowledge about his behavior and his truth that cannot be shaken inside of my mind, no matter what outside influence is trying to break it. Faith closes the door on the devil and the doubts. It's the solid rock we can stand on as the earth moves and shifts. When we are exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit, we are not meant to bend as the world bends. We are to walk in His ways and shine His light, and that means we are not on the same side as sin. We are operating in opposition of sin, which the fruit of the Spirit, His Spirit, activated within us, shining outward. The reason why most people see God as unjust or unfair is because they lack the right knowledge of Him. We can't have faith with the wrong intel. This is why we see people making decisions in life saying God said so that turn out to be disastrous or harmful to themselves or others. The fruit of the Spirit does not include our own knowledge or thoughts or feelings about God. That's the lust of our flesh, the desire to appease our own interests. No matter how genuine we are, genuine is not truth. But the fruit of the Spirit cuts through the garbage and the gunk and reveals what is right. Real faith, real knowledge about a real God who is real love and has a real plan for our souls to be saved. There is no way you can have faith without it leading us to meekness. The next part listed in Galatians 5.23. Meekness is humility another form of gentleness that actually lays down the pride of self in order for his spirit to move through us. When you have knowledge about who God really is, you understand your place at the feet of his throne. Meekness is taking the crown off of our heads and casting it aside, knowing that there is none holy but God. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, Ye which are spiritual, restore such and one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Galatians 6, 1-3 It is not the will of God, to exalt ourselves above others and above the Lord. We are to submit ourselves to God, and He will lift us up in time. To be humble is not to be unkind or rude to ourselves. I talk about this in my book, Give It to God, Girl, which if you don't have it, you can get on Amazon. Shameless plug there. I have heard from so many people that this part of the book has blessed them so much. I do not know why we as Christians think that being humble means to be little. Just because you verbally beat yourself down does not mean God is pleased by that. I believe it's actually the opposite. He is saddened by the kind of behavior and attitude. On our own, we are nothing, but with God, we are heirs. We are children of God, inheritors of a promise. And when we recognize who the Lord is, we let him lead. 
we don't have to be mean to ourselves to do that. Denying yourself is a righteous action that cannot be achieved with unrighteous tactics. The fruit of the Spirit does not include bullying yourself into condemnation. Just as the Lord Jesus Christ is gentle and loving, we too can be gentle and loving to ourselves even when we fall short. Just because we are sinners, it does not justify us being mean to ourselves. Committing ourselves by laying down our pride, understanding that God is in control and we are not, that is the best way. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you, be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5. 5 through 7. Our faith, when based on the truth of God, reveals to us the truth of us that we are sinners in need of a Savior, and that our great big God became that sacrifice on the cross at Calvary to shed his pure blood for sin and death. This gospel that we preach and teach is to remind us that we are not pure, we are not holy. We are not good, but with God, purity, holiness, and goodness are possible. But we must humble ourselves at the feet of the one who humbled himself to the cross. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, but before honor is humility. Proverbs 18.12 God resists the proud because a prideful person sees themselves as equals with God. And when a person cannot acknowledge in their own lives that they are not limitless, they are blinded by their choices and their sin. They do not see that the benefits of the fruit of the Spirit are there for them because they don't have a relationship with the Spirit of God. And therefore, God resists this type of person because they have resisted God. But when we resist pride and we say, Jesus, you are God and you are holy and I am not and I need you, God sweeps in and gives grace to the humble. We begin to see his mighty hand work miracles within us that our own efforts could never do. And we see his love active and we respond in humility knowing it was not because we ourselves deserved it but because of his unfailing mercy. And as we know God, building our faith, submitting ourselves humbly to his will, the last portion is a self-control that is supernaturally activated within us. Temperance, the ability to resist what our flesh longs for in exchange for what our spirits need. The fruit of the Spirit does not include self-control by itself because self-control needs love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, and meekness. The temperance of a believer will tell the world more about God than any words 
could say, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 4.23 When we were born again, our spirit was made new, but not our flesh. It is still subjected to the natural lusts of the flesh that are in opposition of the spirit. However, the fruit of the spirit works in harmony with the spirit of God, giving us everything we need to resist sin and live a holy life. Self-control is what keeps our flesh in check. We will feel like we are sometimes being pulled backward into sin, but the fruit of the Spirit works together to bring us back to the truth and His light. It's a secret strength with the help of the Lord. Having restraint is having power from God and is available to every believer. God's power will enable you to overcome ungodly habits and fleshly tendencies. Most of us know better, but we indulge anyway. We like to say we can't help it, but the reality is we really don't try to. Having proper temperance can prevent a tragedy from happening, not only physically, but spiritually. Whenever there is a breach in the physical, there is a breach in the spirit. 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. And Galatians 6, 8 says this, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth in the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Our lifestyles is one of the greatest witnesses of all. The fruit of the Spirit is not only helpful to us, but to those we come in contact with every day. Have you ever heard someone say, there's just something about them. There's just something about her. There's just something about him in the form of a compliment. Many people won't be able to understand why, most likely, but they will feel a difference between a person who lusts after their own flesh and a person exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit. One glorifies man and the other glorifies the Creator. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew 5.16 How can we have self-control as we live in this modern world? Well, obviously, it's not easy. And we definitely can't do it ourselves. We must first remember where our allegiance lies, and that is with Christ. We then need to remember our assignment to love God first. It is this foundational truth that will bring us back to his arms. We fight by feeding on the word, staying in his presence, and disciplining our flesh. This might mean fasting from food for a period of time 
or social media if you are like me and health-wise, you really can't do the typical fasting methods. The word will fill us and give us wisdom as we subject our longings to God and our desires change to honor his will. When Jesus returns, he should find us awake and ready. God can't force us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You have to want to do it. You have to want God's best for you over whatever the enemy is trying to sell you. Paul spoke about this cost when he wrote to the Romans in chapter 6, verses 19 through 23. He said, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanliness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. God will not violate our free will, but he has provided a way out of our own. The wages of sin, the cost of yielding to the lusts of our flesh is surely death and an eternity without our Lord and Savior. It is tragic, but there is a blessing side The fruit of the Spirit is a product of a life that is changed and that has submitted their will to God's looking unto the promise of his coming and the eternal reward that they will someday inherit. As we listen to these testimonies this podcast season, let me remind you that the souls you hear are echoing this sentiment. We were once servants of sin, following after the lusts of our flesh, But God gave us a new way and a new life so that now we walk in the light and the fruit of the Spirit flows out of that new life into the world so that others may also be changed and saved from sin and death. Do not stop fighting for your soul and the souls of your family. Fight in the prayer room. Fight through fasting. Fight by filling up with his word. Follow the words written in 1 Timothy 6, 12 that tells us, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold unto eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. You are before many witnesses, whether you know it or not, you are. And your life will either speak of righteousness or unrighteousness. The outcome depends on your daily choices your daily actions, your daily words. There is a discouraging spirit amongst God people, so I don't want to speak into that spirit when I'm sharing this with you. We need to rebuke that spirit because the church is not just surviving, it is thriving. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1.7. And revival is happening. 
just because we hear the news and we see what's been going on in our nation and everywhere else and social media is crazy and schools are crazy and everybody is going crazy, that does not mean that God is not winning. He always is winning. God never loses. The Almighty cannot be defeated and neither can His children. Even if they kill the body, they cannot kill our souls. So before we end this lesson, I want us to go before the Lord in prayer together. We need to be done with offense. We need to be done with strife. We need to be done with the bitterness and the bickering. We need to just repent, put it before God, and really walk in the light, in the joy, over judgment, resisting that lust of the flesh, and being a vessel for the fruit of the Spirit. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for a new day where we can walk with you in the light, no matter what is going on. You have provided everything we need to not only resist the pull of sin, but to activate the fruit of the Spirit within us. Thank you for that. For greater you are within us than he that is in the world. Let us not be discouraged in well-doing, but to stand fast with faith, understanding who you are and who we are called to be. Thank you for the joy of our salvation that encourages us to keep moving forward day by day. Lord, I ask that you bless every ear that hears to strengthen them in these last days. We are honored to be your chosen people, Jesus, your children, your heirs. We know that we are not worthy or qualified on our own, but your love, goodness, and mercy have called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Touch each heart and mind right now. Show them the places where they need more of you in their lives. Lead us with wisdom and discernment so that we may reject the lusts of our flesh. We ask for your supernatural power to bind those divisive spirits that are trying to derail our legacy and the church. Help us to trust you. They will not prevail. Continue to shine upon us as we walk in this truth, showing forth the fruit of the Spirit as witnesses to your holy and great name. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for being here for this lesson. That was the fruit of the Spirit study, and I'm so glad I was able to share it with you. If you want to go back and listen to the first three parts, please do take notes and let me know what you think. DM me on Instagram at HelloAwesomeLive. There are so many nuggets that God has given me to chew on for a while, and I know that his word will not return void. It will accomplish what it is set to do. It always does. Enjoy the rest of the podcast season as we end with one more amazing testimony. You do not want to miss it. Please, if you have been blessed by this episode or the Hello Awesome podcast as a whole, let me know on Instagram by taking a screenshot of where you are listening and tagging me at Hello Awesome Live. Do not forget to follow Hello Awesome on YouTube, subscribe, and share with all your friends and family. And lastly, I do want to say, don't forget to order my latest books and devotionals if you haven't already. I've written quite a few. They are available on Amazon. You can find the links by heading to helloawesome.live, L-I-V-E, and click 
on the books in the menu, or you can just search my name, J.C. Lee Pulford, J-A-C-Y-L-E-E-P-U-L-F-O-R-D in the search bar on Amazon. All books are available for prime shipping. So if you order today, most likely in just a couple of days, two or three, the book will be right there in your mailbox ready to read. And of course, I'm going to want you to take a picture of it when it arrives and tag me on Instagram. I got to see these books in the wild. So, so cool. Take care of yourselves, my friends. Take care of your loved ones. Be safe and blessed. Be encouraged. Do not be discouraged. And I'm going to chat with you again real soon right here on the Hello Awesome podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at HelloAwesomeLive? I would be so encouraged. Also, please leave a five-star review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, sharing how God used this to bless you. Don't forget to subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome and shop inspirational products, head to HelloAwesome.Live using the promo code Hello 10 for 10% off your next purchase. Until next time, keep your chin up beautiful.